Hey guys, hope we are all doing well. Welcome to the Content Creator Podcast. This is the podcast that helps content creators create. Get creative, stay creative, and get the most out of their content. So if you are someone who's building their own YouTube channel, personal brand, you work in marketing, or perhaps own your own business, then hopefully this is a podcast that can hopefully help you out. Um, In this episode, I want to talk about something slightly different, and it is the metaverse, NFTs and the metaverse. This is a space that I have been watching with huge anticipation, and whilst I'm not invested in it financially just yet, mostly because we are in the middle of uh, purchasing a house and all that sort of stuff, not had too much money going spare, unfortunately, um, I am hugely um, invested in this mentally uh, and in terms of time as well and the amount of research and education that I have done in this space. Granted, not um, as much as some people. This is still a space that I'm getting to grips with, but the idea of it all absolutely fascinates me um, and has me very excited for the future and the possibilities that it could present. So let's first of all talk about NFTs because they are kind of here now. The metaverse is here now, but you know, in terms of it being actually uh, in the uh, in the mainstream, I think that's maybe a year or two or perhaps a few years away. But NFTs uh, certainly have a lot of hype around them at the moment uh, and equally a space that I am um, enjoying watching, let's put it that way. Um, so for those who don't know, very quick introduction, NFTs are a non-fungible token, which means they are a digital asset that is sold uh, on the blockchain, via the blockchain. Now, the main currency that is being used for that at the moment is Ethereum. Uh, however, there is talk in the previous days and weeks uh, that that could be moving over to uh, Solano, or at least Solano itself as a currency will become a new platform uh, alongside Ethereum that people can, can trade these uh, NFTs on. So it's a very, very interesting space uh, that I'm watching with uh, great anticipation. Um, And whilst from afar, the idea of some uh, JPEGs of apes selling for millions of dollars seems absolutely insane, and it does to me, by the way, as well, um, the technology itself that this is built upon is, for me, what makes this so interesting. So let's quickly, very quickly, talk about the people who are actually at the moment purchasing these kind of uh, these kind of assets, right? And, and and why it's actually important. So you have people paying crazy amounts of money uh, for you know pictures of apes and and all this sort of stuff um, for this digital asset, right? For this image, uh, my phone going off there. Hopefully that didn't pick up in the mic. For these uh, assets, for these images, um, and something that can be seen as nothing more at the moment than a status symbol. So, of course, many people will think that this is absolutely ludicrous, but it's the same kind of desire, the same status symbol that we get from a blue check on Instagram or Twitter. Uh, and it's the same kind of people that may um, may kind of say that this is all st- you know, stupid and kind of push it away and try and sweep it under the carpet, um, the hype that it, that it currently has. But these are the same people that would quite happily sit with a blue check uh, on Instagram and, and show it off. So... Um, we've really got to understand the the purpose of this technology. We've really got to understand uh, what it actually means for you know society, the the way and the fundamental role that it can play in a little bit more than um, some apes, uh, a JPEG of some apes. So you know it is exactly the same. It is the same desire at the moment um, for people buying a Rolex watch, the blue check, like I say on Instagram, or to drive the latest Porsche. Um, some of it comes down to an internal desire. Some of it comes down to external validation of saying, you know, I've got this really cool thing um, and people being you know, jealous of that and, and wanting that and kind of uh, appreciating people for that. So regardless of what it comes down to, 
this is what actually opens up huge, huge opportunity for so many brands, right? So the Board Ape, Ape Club, uh, CryptoPunks, these themselves are actually now becoming brands in that space. Beeple is becoming a, a tremendous uh, kind of personal brand, I think, as well in that space. And if you have a product or a brand, right, that means a lot to people, um, they can be invested in all sorts of different ways, okay? So they can be invested emotionally if they love the brand and the story. They can be invested uh, mentally uh, for kind of similar reasons, and they will also be invested um, uh, financially as well, where they've actually purchased it, kind of similar to what NFTs are at the moment. So if you're creating a you know powerful YouTube brand or you're a business that has a, has a potentially um, valuable or interesting IP, perhaps an interesting story or whatever it may be, um, the NFT space is something that you absolutely 100% need to explore. Um, it seems alien to a lot of people at the moment and quite rightly so, it's this kind of new technology, Web3, a lot of people unsure as to what it means, what it is and what it can uh, do for us all. Um, but eventually NFTs, and they kind of already are, um, can become the equivalent of your favorite YouTube creator um, or creator or band even, um, if you like your music, doing a latest merch drop or an album drop. Um, and for the creators themselves, for you yourself or as a brand yourself, um, you know, these could actually become an NFT drop could become as lucrative an income uh, as something like a merchandise drop. So what's more, the NFTs themselves can actually build a bigger affinity with your audience, a bigger connection between your audience and yourself or your brand, as you can actually incorporate kind of bonuses and different kind of access. Um, via the smart contract that sits underneath the NFT. So the biggest example of this, um, the kind of biggest disruptor and probably the biggest voice for NFTs at the moment is Gary Vee. Um, and, uh, and rightfully so, he's doing a tremendous job over there. Um, and he recently launched uh, Flyfish. I think I've got the name right, Flyfish, which is a restaurant providing exclusive uh, exclusive only access via NFT ownership. So if you own an NFT, you get access to the restaurant. If you don't, then you're on your way to the to the nearest McDonald's. Um, and these NFTs, I think there's two or three kind of levels, two or three, you know, kind of premium standard, whatever it is, um, will allow you different access either to different restaurants or kind of allow you different um, uh, meals, menus, whatever it is. Um, still something that I need to research exactly. Um, and I think it's still something that they're finding their feet with. But you can't get into this restaurant without the NFT. So I actually love the opportunity uh, that this provides. And whilst I don't have a big enough brand leverage at the moment for uh, Affinity Racing, um, the channel, yeah, it's still a space that I'm watching very, very closely so that I'm prepared and educated for when I do have that brand leverage. Um, longer term, I want to create, uh, you know, car shows, events, motorsports events, both digitally and in the real world. So NFTs could be the actual asset that I use to sell the tickets, merchandise, VIP, um, or kind of priority access to those events. Um, or, or even entries into the championships if you are the drivers uh, themselves. So there's lots of opportunity. I'm trying to work out exactly what it is. I'm sure NFTs themselves will develop and we'll see them being used in more uh, you know, regular forms of transactions. When I get to the point where the Affinity brand has that leverage, has that ability to jump into that space, uh, I want to be as educated as best I can to do so. So if you run any business um, that has a payment um, you know, alongside a contract, um, so predominantly service-based businesses, uh, this is a, a space that you just simply cannot avoid. Um, the ease at which something like a house can be sold as an NFT or via an NFT, via that NFT contract, 
um, is absolutely crazy. And it makes me wish that we could be, uh, you know, kind of three, five years maybe down the line because we're at the, at the um, trying to buy a house at the moment and it is an absolute nightmare. NFTs, if they were, you know, kind of three years ahead of themselves at the moment, we might have, we might have bought this house in, in a matter of weeks. And at the moment, it is up to about six or seven months. Uh, so with that, I'm still trying to work out what solicitors actually get paid for. Um, but, you know, if, they were, if you were a solicitor, for example, if you became the first solicitor to sell a house, uh, or conveyancing uh, solicitor to sell um, a piece of real estate via NFTs, the amount of work that would come your way just through the actual PR and just through the actual story of that alone. But if you become the one that sells and can provide a service to such uh, ease, th that is absolutely insane. So let's jump then onto uh, the metaverse, onto the metaverse, not into the metaverse, but we're going to jump onto the subject of the metaverse um, because this is also a space that I've been watching um, very closely. It has huge potential for any brand, business, or even just yourself as a creator. Um, and first of all, let's just, you know, kind of set, uh, paint the picture here. There are people that are working full-time jobs right now in the metaverse. They've sacked off their job. They've gone and got a job in the metaverse. And that is what is paying their rent and paying their mortgage and everything else for their life in the real world. This is something that's not going to go away. It's not a fad. Um, a few years from now, we will, we will accept the term metaverse for what it is. We will understand and know immediately what it is without this kind of confusion of, you know, at the moment, it kind of looks like what we sports did um, when you had the when you had the little characters kind of playing tennis. That's kind of where it's at at the moment. That's what it looks like. Um, but fast forward a few years, the realism and the reality, uh, you know, that that you, you will not be able to tell the difference between reality and the metaverse in a few years time. I'm sure of that. Um, so, you know, real estate agents is one of the most popular forms of work that I see in the metaverse at the moment purely because there's you, you have this metaverse with a load of land to be purchased, I guess. Um, so it's a very good place to start. But people are buying land in the metaverse and building businesses, attractions. And this is actually where I personally want to get involved. And that would be for my Affinity Racing brand. So in a few years from now, I actually see myself uh, purchasing a huge piece of land in the metaverse. Uh, hopefully I can afford it. Um, and building my dream racetrack. Okay, so this is where I could actually host events, host car shows, host races, championships, all with the ability of being able to cover it, live stream it, make content from it um, through my own channels as well. So I strongly urge people to explore the ways that you, your brand, your business um, can get involved and fully, fully maximize the potential that the metaverse offers and all of the, um, you know, the opportunities that it presents. Interiors, interior designers, for example, um, could literally open themselves up to a whole new world of clients, okay? Designing um, architecture and houses and interior design or whatever um, in the metaverse. And architecturally speaking, the metaverse will be a lot more adaptable, a lot more flexible, not actually flexible that it falls over, but, you know, a lot more adaptable. We will be able to create uh, much easier... Uh, it will be much easier to create our dream spaces in the metaverse versus what it is in the actual real world for obvious reasons. Um, so, you know, I actually can't wait and I'm very excited to see what office spaces, homes, uh, restaurants and all this sort of stuff will actually look like and uh, motorsport racetracks um, will actually look like in the metaverse. i genuinely, genuinely quite excited to see how all of that will turn out. So I'm not a UFC fan by any stretch of the imagination. I actually hate the sport. But Dana White has said that UFC are already looking at hosting a fight 
in the metaverse, which is just absolutely insane to think. So whether you whether or not that is actually going to be um, the fight actually happening or the fight's happening in the real world, but you can purchase seats in the metaverse um, as a bit more of a, a VR type um, service. Either way, whatever it is, he even he himself has said he hasn't exactly worked that out. Um, but the opportunities there already for live events and live sporting events and things like that is is pretty crazy. Jake Paul has already said that he would consider the idea of fighting Muhammad Ali in the metaverse, which just blows my mind to, to think. And if that's possible, can you imagine something like FIFA taking themselves into the metaverse and being able to play yourself, being able to play alongside Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi um, in you know your dream starting 11? Um, the ideas and the opportunities there is genuinely, genuinely crazy. Um, and it kind of does that, you know, the entertainment purpose side of things kind of does fall into the, the VR uh, side of things, which is obviously something that we haven't fully explored or fully uh, adapted as a, as a society, I guess. But you, can, you know, Oculus and things like that is starting to get a little bit more popular. So it's certainly not alien um, to us as much as the idea, you know, as crazy as the idea actually is. And actually, just as I say all of that as well, um, hologram performances, okay, so of artists or uh, of people that are no longer with us. Tupac is the, the most recent example that comes to mind. I know, I think the first w was um, a, a rock artist called Ronnie James Dio, actually, was a, a hologram of him performing on stage at uh, Wacken Festival a few years ago in Germany. And that is just insane to think as well. Can you actually imagine being able to attend um, past events and concerts in the metaverse as if you are there experiencing them in real time. Can you imagine being able to attend Queen's iconic Live Aid performance in 1985? Like, can you actually imagine that? I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. It is insane. So we really actually have no idea just how endless these possibilities are, other than knowing that they are pretty much endless. This literally opens up an entire new world and, you know, an industry or something like that, that in the real world, you might not be able to get into or you may find it difficult to, to get into, you could be one of the early disruptors, the early adapters and create something revolutionary in that industry in the metaverse, if that makes sense. But it's super exciting either way to contemplate even just the most basic of ideas. Um, and as I say, a space that I'm very much looking forward to see uh, grow, adapt and I myself and brands uh, that I want to work with get into. So with that, I'm going to wrap things up there. Um, are you interested in the metaverse? Is this something that you think you can adapt? What are your thoughts? I would love to know. And maybe a question of the day since I mentioned Queen earlier, what concert would you love to attend in the metaverse, past or present? What would it be? Uh, I remember a few years ago, I actually thought one of my dream jobs would be to organize music festivals. And perhaps that's something that I could go on to do even in the metaverse. I would have Queen and I would have Iron Maiden headlining uh, on the same festival, on the same bill. That would be uh, something pretty special. Um, but yes, let me know your thoughts. Comment on YouTube, message me on socials. I would love to know what people's ideas, thoughts, and maybe even business plans already are for the metaverse. So I look forward to seeing everyone's thoughts and I shall catch you in the next episode. Thank <laughs> you.